We'll now have Dharma messages by Bishop Eric Matsumoto and the Venerable Aya Vimala. First will be Bishop Matsumoto. Good morning and aloha kako. I too would like to welcome everyone to this special remembrance service in honor of Mary Elizabeth Mikahala Robinson Foster. Let me begin by asking, besides the obvious of being deeply connected with Buddhism and calling Hawaii home, what do Dr. Manulani Aluli Mayor, the late Dr. Patricia Lee Masters, and myself have in common? Well, we all visited Sarnath, India, the site where Shakyamuni Buddha gave his first sermon and thus set in motion the turning of the wheel of Dharma. And in Sarnath, we glanced upon a sign which read, Mulaganhakuti Temple, erected by Anagarika Dharmapala, founder and general secretary of the Mahabodhi Society, with the help of Mrs. Mary Elizabeth Foster of Honolulu and others, on the site where Lord Buddha promulgated the teachings 2,500 years ago. But the thought that each one of us had was, who is Mary Elizabeth Foster of Honolulu? Why was she being honored so far from her homeland in Hawaii? I believe my co-speaker today, the Venerable Ayap M. Vimala, will also share about her meeting with the Venerable Anagarika Namapala in 1893 and how the Buddhist teachings did impact her life and how it was early mentioned it addressed the anger and the grief that she was experiencing at that point in her life and her subsequent extraordinary contributions in support of Dharmapala with his efforts like saving the great temple at Bodhgaya, the site of Shakyamuni Buddha's enlightenment and the famed Bodhi tree and his effort to revive Buddhism in India and Sri Lanka out of gratitude. So I will just say that she, Mary Mikala Foster, is one of the greatest female patrons of Buddhism, not only here in Hawaii, but the world, and maybe even Buddhist history. She has been described by some as the modern day Visakha, the most famous female patron of the historic Buddha Shakyamuni. By one estimate, Mary Foster over a period of 40 years, by today's standards, could have possibly contributed, donated around $10 million. Again, that money and the trust that was created helped Dharmapala in all of its activities. And part of that, of course, was also to care and educate people in India and Sri Lanka. Part of it was used to build the temple that sits today at Sarnath, where we saw that sign, that you, the plaque that you saw earlier. It is no wonder that a song that I'm sure everyone here is quite familiar with, beautiful Kahana, which speaks of Kahana Valley on the windward side. There is a verse which says, this is the home of the lady of the loving heart of India, which refers to Mary Foster and her love. However, it's not only in India and Sri Lanka that she made a difference and changed the course of history and touches people's lives even today. Even right here in Hawaii, she helped many diverse communities 
including her own ethnic Hawaiian community and the Buddhist community, especially the Hompa Honganji Mission of Hawaii, along with individuals like Saiji Kimura. Without her help, things could be very different for us and by extension, Hawaii. Mary Foster met with Anagarika Dharmapala in 1893 and her deep connection with Buddhism was established. In our own records from the Hompahonganji, as early as 1899, only a mere six years after she met Dharmapala in Honolulu Harbor, already Mary Foster supporting the local Buddhist community. In 1900, when the Fort Lane Honganji Temple was dedicated, which is near the YMCA today, she was invited as an honored guest in gratitude for her support and contributions. However, it did not end here, nor were her contributions only monetary. In 1901, she encouraged and escorted Queen Liliokalani to attend the Gotange Oshindan Shonin's birthday service at the Fort Lane Honganji Temple. Mary Foster was a very close friend of the Queen. The Queen's attending a Buddhist service at a Buddhist temple made headlines in newspapers locally and all around the world. The Queen's attendance with Mary Foster boosted the morale and the confidence of all Buddhists in Hawaii. In the words of Ruth Tabra, who compiled our centennial publication, A Grateful Past and Promising Future, Ruth says, quote, two things were now clear. Honganji welcomed everyone. Buddhism became accepted as a vital part of the religious life of Hawaii. No Japanese immigrant need to feel enyo about being Buddhist or being seen attending services at Honganji. Non-Buddhists could and did also feel drawn to listen to the Dharma, end quote. However, Bishop Enyo Imamura also knew that education was crucial and thus he had a grand vision of providing more education, middle school and high school, to be exact, for both men and women. In the words of our own bishop in 1906, he is known to have said, quote, I went to see Mrs. Mary Foster, a warmly supportive patron in recent years, to explain to her the desire for a new school building. She immediately agreed with my idea and on the spot presented me with the land for the school. Her graceful figure raising her arms to say, this land is yours, will always remain in my memory. I have never again felt the height of happiness as when first the encouraging words of the abbot of the Nishihonganji Buddhist temple in Kyoto, and then on this return to Hawaii, the support of Mrs. Foster. The memory of these experiences continues to overwhelm me with a warm gratitude on every occasion, end quote. It seems over half of our current property today was somehow connected to Mary Foster. The place where this temple stands, where we sit right now, was once the property of Mary Foster. Mary Foster continued to have a close relationship with the Hongpahonganji Mission of Hawaii until her death in 1930. Sadly, for someone who had aided and supported the Buddhist community to the extent that she did, 
she was not able to have her Buddhist funeral that she had wished for. According to a postscript written by Louise Hunter, another well-known writer, author, who wrote the book, Buddhism in Hawaii, its impact on a Yankee community, Louise Hunter wrote, quote, shortly before she died, Mrs. Foster asked Reverend Ernest Hunt to preside at her funeral service. Unfortunately, she did not follow his advice by putting this request into writing, end quote. And thus, her Buddhist funeral never happened. As we know, back in 1930, Reverend Hunt was a minister here at Hawaii Betsing. And thus, Mary Foster's funeral service probably would have been here at this temple. It is now today, 90 memorial years later, that her Mary Elizabeth Mikahala Robinson Foster's wish has come true as we hold this remembrance service in her honor and express our gratitude. Today is long overdue, but it is finally here. Thank you to all of you for being here today. I would like to thank today the Venerable Aya M. Bimala, founder of the Mahabodhi Society of Hawaii, who recently revived the idea of having a memorial in her honor, and also Reverend Hagio and Dexter Mar, the chief minister and president of this temple, who wholeheartedly supported it. Thank you to our guests from the Hawaii Association of International Buddhists, also Lehua Matsuoka of Modibi Honganji, who did that meaningful and beautiful chant for us earlier, only for us. PBA, thank you for your attendance and participation today. And I would like to especially though, thank the Venerable Damamuni Mahatero of Wat Dama Vihara of Wainai, who gifted us the Bodhi tree and also shared a chant with us today. Thank you to all of you for joining and coming together again to honor Mary Mikahala Foster. To conclude my portion, I'd like to end with the words of Bishop Emil Imamura, who sums up my thoughts and feelings as well today. He is known to have said, quote, to think of all those forgetting themselves for the Honganji to make today possible. I feel gratitude and mood deeply even now. The entire karma events throughout is due to nothing but the manifestation of the compassion of the Buddha, end quote. Namo Amitabhutsu. Namo Amitabhutsu. Namo Amitabhutsu. And our next speaker is the Venerable Hayagamala. I'm very glad to be back in Hawaii after a long period of time, of five years exactly, where I have been in Sri Lanka, and I was quite busy writing books. And at the same time, I became a life member of the Mahabodhi Society in Sri Lanka, who has the office in Colombo. And at that time, I decided when I will be back in Hawaii, I have to establish the Mahabodhi Society of Hawaii to honor Mary Mikahala Foster. Well, I have to say, one cannot speak about the one without the other. To me, 
Mary Foster and Anagai Kadamapala, they are like twins. And even their birth date is just a few days apart. Anagai Kadamapala suffered a lot. In India, to rebuild the beautiful and demolish, unfortunately, Muragandakuti Vihara, it was only possible with the general donation of Mary Foster. And I remember when I was on my pilgrimage and suddenly I was standing in front of the Damak Stupa. It is so unbelievable large. If you would see the photos taken, I'm just that little <laughs> sitting down. So today, all the pilgrimage from Sri Lanka, they honor Mary Foster when they especially go to Mulagandakuti Vihara. And there's something, I don't know, Bishop Eric, if you know about this, but uh, let me see to pronounce the name correct. There is a very famous Japanese painter, and his name was Kosetsu Naso. And it's the most amazing, unbelievable painting to see when you enter Mulagandakuti Vihara. And as far as I remember, it took at least three, four years while he was in Sanat to finish the painting. So unfortunately, I couldn't find a picture that I had taken. It's a long, long time ago I was there for my pilgrimage. But probably you have in your many, many books that you have, you should have a picture, right? In regard to Sri Lanka, the Mahabodhi Society, of course, owes everything to Mary Kahala Foster. And there is also, next to the office, what is called Anagarka Dhammapala Trust. And this office is, according to the will of Anagarka Dhammapala, has to take care of the memorial service for Mary Foster. So when I visit the office, and I was looking around, where is there a picture from Mary Carla Foster? I couldn't see any. So I made very special copies of the photo, of one of the photos you can see, and they appreciate it very much. So I was very much involved to revive the memory of Mary Foster in Sri Lanka. And what the Sri Lankan people really appreciate very much is the Ayurvedic Free Hospital, which was also built by the most generous donation of Mary Foster. And uh, there as well, I donated photos and uh, beautiful lay around the, the picture. And I could see how much the people who cannot afford to go to a doctor to appreciate this free Ayurvedic hospital. Yeah, when, when, I cannot stress much enough when I think about all the sufferings Anagai Kadamapala had to endure. And uh, there is a very special letter where he expresses his appreciation of uh, 
Mary Mikahala Foster. And uh, my discovery of Hawaii, which was uh, on the way from California to Japan. So I didn't know that in the middle is uh, that beautiful island. So it's amazing that I have been living and I'm living in these both islands, Hawaii and Sri Lanka, which have a very deep Thai relationship because of Mary Foster and Anagai Katamapala. Oh, and by the way, I want to say he was not a monk. He was an Anagaika, that means a homeless seeker. So some people mistaken him to be a monk. Then he would be Biko Dhammapala, but he's Anagaika Dhammapala. So last time before I left Sri Lanka, we had a big celebration of Anagaika Dhammapala at the uh, beautiful temple belonging to the to the Mahabodhi Society headquarters. And also there I couldn't see, so I didn't see any photos there too. So I complained, I complained to the, to the bishop and uh, I said, okay, I'm sorry. So I made a beautiful banner. And uh, where is the banner I gave you? Outside. Oh, outside, yeah. So before I came, before I left Sri Lanka, I made a beautiful banner, so I, I hope you see it. And uh, I, I think it's about 10 years ago or more when I made my research work at the Hamilton Library about uh, Michaela Foster. And there were two references that was really of great interest to me because it mentioned um, Foster House in the hillside city of the name Kendi in Sri Lanka. So I was, I never heard anything about a foster house in Kendi and I'm living there a long, long time. The other reference was uh, a foster house in uh, Perambu Madras in South India. So as I have been in Sri Lanka, I thought, well, it's just one hour flight, so let me, uh, make another research and, and find out what happened to this um, foster house. So you can read everything about my adventures, how I discovered Mikala Foster and about Anagai Kadamapala in my book, which is named Mikala Foster, the Royal Hawaiian Lady and Anagai Kadamapala. Thank you so much for coming. Mahalo.